0: Welcome and in this episode we're going to talk about some questions that you need to ask before you begin any process improvement uh, initiatives. So Like I've said before, good leaders ask good questions, and they do this so they can gain understanding and help those they lead uh, as well. Now, change managers also do the same, and they're always asking questions that will help them implement change more effectively. So we're going to talk about a couple questions I want you to ask uh, as you go to improve any process, uh, as you want to fix anything in your practice. These are the same questions that I always ask before I start a uh, a process improvement initiative. So the first question is, does this process support the mission and purpose of the organization? Now this question first assumes you know and understand what your mission and purpose uh, is in, in the organization. So what is that? Well, it's the what you do and the why you do it. So uh, the mission is what you do um, and the purpose is why you do it. So once you have a firm uh, understanding um, of the established mission and purpose, then you can evaluate the process in relation to the what and the why of the company. So does this process help move the company closer to achieving its mission and purpose? is this process required for the company to meet its mission and purpose? Now, if if the answer is no to either one of those, then you need to ask, why is this process in existence? And why is it here? So the second question is, uh, does this process add value? So, does this process make a meaningful contribution to the company? Um, if it's required, then how might you make it more meaningful, more more important, more powerful? Um, what's the value of the process to the company? Now, if the answer to question one is in the affirmative, yes, this does support the mission and purpose. Then this question focuses on the degree to which the process supports the company, and also gives you an idea of how hard you might want to focus on this initiative plan, and improvement initiative plan, and how much time, energy, and money you might want to invest in it. So the third question that we ask is, is this process in control? So it starts off with, how are you monitoring the process? How do you know if you're in control or not? You know, what are your acceptable limits and tolerances? How did you establish those limits in the beginning? You know, and, and how are you collecting the data about the process and its performance. Um, sometimes the processes support the organization and add value, but it's not in control. Errors and emissions th- then might occur and, and things tend to slip through the cracks. What you'll want to do is you want to determine what the acceptable limits are and how you might be better uh, might better uh, monitor the process. One way to make processes more valuable is to make certain that they are under control and within the tolerance limits that you've set forth. Now the fourth question is who owns this process? Who's responsible for it? Is it a single person or a group of individuals or people? You know, if they are responsible, then how much control do they have in determining how the process is implemented and improved? You know, nothing's more frustrating than using a process in which you have no control and that you can't influence to make better. So Look for ways to give these people that are involved in your processes and using those processes some ownership. You know, give them some control over the process. You know, identify those you know, who will own the process and define what they're responsible for. And make certain they understand their responsibilities and how they will be held accountable. You know, getting their buy-in will go a long way to improving and, and implementing the change that you desire. The fifth question is: How visible is this process need to be? You know, is it a customer-facing process or is it a back-office process? Um, and you know, which would provide greater efficiency? You know, and what would provide greater customer satisfaction? Um, if is do we need to move it from the back to the front or from the front to the back? So, you know, let's face it, there are some processes that the customer doesn't want to see or they don't need to see. You know, it's kind of like hot dogs are delicious, but nobody wants to see how they're made. Many times our processes aren't designed with the customer in mind. So what I encourage you to do is plan out which processes should be witnessed by your customer and which should be kind of tucked away in the background, away from their, their eyes. You know, so ask yourself which one of the processes should be visible to your customer and which ones don't they need to see. The sixth question is, how efficient is this process? You know, how well does this process do what it's intended to do? How simple is it? Uh, how simple can you make the process? You know, a less complex process is uh, going to be easier uh, for your people to use it. Making a process simple will also help reduce errors and make it easier for you and those who are responsible for it better able to manage it. And then the final or the seventh question is. How can we improve this process? What steps need to be removed, added, or modified to make this process better? You know, continuous improvement should be your goal. And, and how, how can you make the process better? Always be asking that question. And as you begin to improve the process, um, uh, start with the very first question above and uh, work your way down through these through these questions so to ensure that you make the most effective and powerful changes to your process in any organization always begin with asking these seven questions and never assume you know the answers to all of them and I encourage you to always ask these questions and then if others come to mind ask those but never be afraid to ask uh, good questions well I'm very happy you decided to invest in yourself today it's the best investment you'll ever make Thanks for listening, and if you're enjoying these podcasts, please share them with your friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out my books at Barnes & Noble and and, uh, Amazon, as well as my online courses on my website. I hope you have a wonderful day, and we'll see you next time.